it's podcast time again. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cambridge Insider Podcast. I hope you all like the fact that I changed the intro this week. I was sleeping on it and I thought to myself, Stephen, you're in New Jersey. The weather is terrible. Change the intro. Do something different. And you know what? That's what I did. That's what I did. Fortunately, I do not change my colleague, one of my best friends in the institution, Craig Batson, Seattle. How are you, buddy? I, I'm doing I'm doing fantastic today. Um, I'm glad I'm in the institution. It makes me sound like I'm in an insane asylum. Uh, but yeah, everything's everything's going great. Uh, I it's too early in the morning today to tell you how the weather is. Um, it looks like it's gonna be kind of windy today, is what I would say. I feel like this has become a thing now where we where we have to talk about the weather. It's like that's what we do I, as the intro. It's it's all I it's all I ever want to talk about. Um, as a big fan of small talk, weather is very important in that. All right, um, Craig. Quick question for you. Yeah. Really quick question for you. Yeah. Scale of one to ten, how excited are you about today's guest? Oh, this is a fifteen. This is a fifteen <laughs> at least. At least a fifteen. Um, so today we have one of the most popular people in Cambridge Network in general. Um, hopefully many of our listeners have probably met her in person. Uh, she's been with us a long time. Uh, this is, uh, Sasha Jing. She is our colleague in China, a, a sales team member. And Sasha, are you there? Yeah. Hey, crack me here. Well, thank you for joining us today. Okay. So as I'm introducing you. Um, let's see, how long have you been with Cambridge Network? Okay, to be honest, I think longer than you. <laughs> yeah, I think um, almost uh, four years, but it's not oh. four, it's, yeah. So Sasha is our sales team member in Beijing. She's been with us for four years, or not Beijing, Shanghai. Sorry, that's my bad. Uh, Sasha's been in the company for four years, and I think she has been the top sales team member three of those four years, or maybe all four of those four years. She's saying three of the four. Um, and I know the year that she didn't wasn't the top. I think she was number two, and I think it it, it weighed hard on her. So Sasha, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. How are you today? Hey, Craig, you are welcome. It's my pleasure to be here. And um, since China is uh, getting much normal, we, we already get uh, to the normal life. So every day is greater than before. I would say I'm so <laughs> grateful for, you know, the recent life. <laughs> Thank you. Sasha, I, um, <clears throat> I've got a few questions that I want to ask you, but before I ask the questions, I think it's important for our listeners to, to get a little bit of context. So it was probably a year ago now that Craig and I traveled to Shanghai. Um, we were doing a lot of events in the area and you decided, bless your heart, to take us to, and you need to correct me if I'm wrong, but this was the restaurant where you had your wedding reception. Am I right? Um, actually, yes. Yeah, that's my wedding restaurant. Yeah. All right. So my for the listeners, one. so for the listeners, number one, the food was exceptional. Un unbelievable. unbelievable. Number two, I would never in my life take Craig 
to the place where I had my wedding reception. It just wouldn't happen. Okay. <laughs> so I think it's very important for all the listeners to know that not only are you a superstar, not only are you the number one sales team member, probably across the whole of China, but number three, you're so well done to you. All right, Thank Sasha, you. let's jump right into it. Um, first question from my side. I think a lot of the listeners that are not in China probably want to know what is life like in China at the moment? How are things, um, you know, since when the virus started to where we are right now, mid-October? Actually, as you guys already know that, uh, you know, um, the, the, the situation in China uh, was pretty serious before, you know, the lunar year. Uh, let's say during the, um, uh, at, at the end of the January, from the end of the January to March, I think that's the most peak time for, you know, the cross coronavirus peak time, um, you know, pretty hard time for the whole China. And after March, everything is, you know, um, gradually getting back to normal especially you know you know we we can we can i i can tell um from you know the people walking on the streets you know uh, let's say right now it's october already you know it's already autumn in shanghai so i can i can see that uh, you know most of the people walking on the street uh they do not they they don't have to wear masks so i think that's uh, pretty clear sign for you know the, the the society the people's attitude and their reaction to the to the you know that also their confidence to the uh, you know the the, the the safety environment so um uh, so you know for most cases is already get to uh, you know most of the people are get to normal life and also you can um we are only required, let's say in Shanghai, we are only required to wear masks uh, only on the uh, pretty crowded public places, let's say uh, subways or hospitals or, you know, on the city buses. So only in this, you know, this kind of crowded public places, we are required and, to wear masks. Yes. And I I think, Sasha, I think that's a good example of how things are to know how prevalent masks are. Um, what about indoor dining? That's a big thing here in even kind of the best places for coronavirus. I haven't eaten inside a restaurant in, you know, six months. Uh, mm -hmm. When was the last time you ate in a restaurant? Is everything OK there? Are people eating at restaurants every day? Are they open? Yeah, I would say um, I think from um, March or at the end of March, because the, 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 the sign is from, you know, the Wuhan as you know, the, as the, at the moment that Wuhan controls the control, take the whole situation, the most serious situation there, it's, uh, it's by, you know, everything happened during the March, March. So after that, you know, every pr province, Every province in Shanghai, not in Shanghai, I'm sorry, in um, not every province, but most of the province in China, 
we already um we you know we will see the numbers um every day from the news you can tell it's less and less and less people are um are tested to be the po positive so so um from march i already started to go out and have lunch or dinner with my friends uh and uh, so uh right now it's everything is normal. I would say, you know, we I, I spend my husband and I, we our families, we we spend most of the time to have dinner uh, outside. You know, you, right. you can eat at the restaurant that's without a, market masks. Mm -hmm. It's just a uh, it's a great success story. I love to hear the fact that the place that was once the epicenter of this virus is virtually back to normal um, in a lot of ways. So I think for anybody listening to this that might feel, hey, when do we get over this? Things are tough right now. Like there is light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to this virus. So, you know, it's it's awesome to hear. And I know both Craig and I feel the same about, about China and about Shanghai. We have a lot of friends mm -hmm. there. In particular, I know that Craig's very excited that the restaurants are running, you know, close to normal because we are both very big fans of Chinese food. Yeah, besides, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Besides, I, I would like to add one point that I don't want to um, get our audience to be confused that um, it's not means, uh, you know, we don't wear masks, means we, we don't care or we are uh, less careful. At, at the entrance of the restaurant or the shopping mall, you know, every entrance, each entrance will test our a health code. We will check our health code, and also they will um, check our that you know the temper the temperature of our body. So just in make sure everybody in the places are normal, are you know are healthy. So I think and, that's and, and I think that's good to know as a lot of our schools begin to reopen to know that there's technological solutions to some of these problems. I know China was already ahead of the United States on having temperature checks in a number of places um, and you know social codes to make sure you know you can monitor people's health. So that's that's fantastic to see. Um, it kind of puts a little uh, bit of a understanding on why a lot of our students are are, are in China are not as a, as desperate to come back to the United States as why some of them went home because they can go back to China and have that normal life. And so moving on to the next topic, a lot of our schools are curious, what is student recruitment gonna look like this year? Uh, it was it was down last, last year a bit because of the coronavirus. Are families still interested in coming to study in America? Mm. Um, from my experience, um, communicating with our uh, parents and as well as our students, uh, I would say actually they they are pretty sure that uh, if the student were American high school students before, um, they are um, pretty they're they're pretty sure that they would love to go back to U.S you know, as long as they can, at the moment as they can. Um, it's just that, you know, the visa and also the airplane, um, the policies, 
so they they are not able to go back uh, to the camp, go back their campus uh, to study. And uh, this is the you know the the old uh, we would say this is the the, the current students they, are, they they were American high school students Ch Chinese students, but for the potential students for let's say for next year, uh, for the people uh, the who were planning or who um, who would like to go to U.S. for high school study, I think. Um, Part of the reason that um, slow their pace to apply our schools, um, you know, uh, there are a few factors. One of them, one of the big concerns from the parents are the uh, the visa, the visa. And let's say we we have we have um, uh, many um, resources coming in every month. And all the resources, um, when they are come come into uh, during September, we can you know most of them are very confident. Okay, we can we we would we we make the decision to go to for spring season, but see now it's October. The visa policy still didn't change. There's no sign, even though so um. The, the parents, you know, their concern raise up and they would love to wait and to see if it's next. They will they will wait until um, the next fall, not this spring to go there. So would you would you say the it sounds like you're saying the desire is still there for students mm -hmm. to come study? It's mm -hmm. just there's a large number of obstacles in their way. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you think so hopefully if the visas return back to normal in in the new year, hopefully we have a new administration in, in office, will the demand go back? Do you think we could get students for fall uh, 2021? Um, um, I would say, you know, um, it really depends the time. If the time, uh, let's say next March, if it the time, it, it, you know, uh, if the the visa or the 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 embassy open, you know, during this um, uh, before next March, I think there will be a pick pick number for our students. They will um, they will come out and apply together. So the number will just suddenly goes up. I think that how just uh, sorry, I think the, the 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 embassy policy or the visa policies helps a lot. Um, right now, you know, uh, it's just um, parents concern a lot. You know, policies and also the safeties. You know, even uh, they would say <laughs> U.S. present already get. <laughs> The coronavirus so yeah that's um you know that's that's positive to hear i think just to sort of summarize what what craig said and what you said is that you know that the, the desire is still there and if there are some changes that allow in particular the visa um uh, obstacles that that are stopping students from getting visas to be broken down then you know we can see that peak and i know that many schools listening to this are certainly hoping on something like that um, and as always at the cambridge insider podcast we'll continue to update you um, you know, with the most up-to-date information when it comes to visas. Sasha, one final um, qu 
question from my side before we wrap this up is how has your approach to potential students and families changed? Has it changed at all? Are you still approaching them in the same way, talking about US education in the same way, or has this changed since the start of the virus? Actually, it changed a lot. It just changed my working way, <laughs> everything. Um, before, you know, as you guys know, we, you know, we take advantage of our company uh, resources, especially you, you guys, resource, human resources, we, you, uh, as PMs, you guys will represent what you, you guys represented our schools to come to China and to do the, the education booth. Um, but right now, because you, everything is just get stuck there and nobody can are able to come so we even our myself i cannot go back go out to travel to have the working you know the tr travel because you if you go to visit the parents or the agencies they will say okay the coronavirus situation is there we don't want to we, we don't welcome you to come to visit so um everything is get online um work you know we, we just work online and we, we try to I think um, there's one suggestion from my own perspective. I would say if our schools um, are have the desires to recruit um, as many as students uh, that they they planned, I strongly suggest our schools to continue to continue to work with us strongly, you know, especially with our marketing event. I don't think all the parents, they just come, they just suddenly you know, decided to come to U.S., to, to go to U.S. It's just that, you know, every event makes sense. Every event is online, especially the details from the school, from the school officials, from the stu school current students, what they said, what they described from their, their, their study, their um, social environment that really can build the confidence for the parents as well as the students. So, mm -hmm. so I think just sorry, Craig, to interrupt you there, but um, that's that's awesome to hear that because you know that's something we've spoken to a lot of our schools about. Craig and I did a webinar probably two weeks back that discussed in particular communication from schools, how are they communicating, and how they build those relationships with agents, with sales agents, with families by great communication. So, schools, those of you that are listening. Um, you know, maybe reference that webinar and, and 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 continue to put great communication out there as a way to build these relationships and ultimately as a way to recruit students. Sasha, my friend, as always, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you. We um, both Craig and I think fondly about our times in Shanghai with you, um, and you know, hopefully sooner rather than later, we can um, we can come and visit again and eat some of the great food. Craig, any uh, any final thoughts from your side? Not at the moment. Um, I'm feeling very wistful for our times in China. Uh, cannot wait to see you in person again, Sasha. Uh, thank you for joining us today. And I hope we can have you on again uh, in the in the future. I think your insights into the international student market in China are something that a lot of our schools are very interested in hearing. Sasha, thank any you. final thoughts thank from you your side? Thank you for inviting me and I'm, I'm so excited to share our experience here. 
and I'm looking forward to join more. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's a pleasure, my friend. It's a pleasure. As always, to all of our listeners, Cambridge Insider Podcast. If you're going anywhere else for up-to-date information, it's the wrong place. This is the place to be. We'll see you at the next episode or you'll hear us at the next episode. Bye-bye, everybody.